So I try to find out as much information as possible about that person. I will find out what they're watching on Netflix. I will find out what their kids' names are. I will find out what their mom's chihuahua's name is and when it died. I will find out all the things because the goal is for you to actually keep them talking more than you talk. There are no rules. No rules. You're listening to Degree Free on the Degree Free Network, where we talk about how to teach yourself, get work, and make money. No degree needed. Here are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. Aloha, folks, and welcome back to Degree Free, where we teach you how to get hired without a college degree. We are your hosts, Ryan and Hannah Maruyama. It's great to have you back as always. Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. We are stoked to have you with us as always. And if you want to get a job degree free, no degree needed, you are going to want to run, not walk over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter. That's degreefree.co forward slash newsletter to sign up for our free weekly newsletter that is going to help you get hired. I am really excited about today's episode because we've literally had this on our like task board or Kanban board, I guess. Our idea or board. Yeah, our idea board, our vision board. Our vision board. We're, we're very organized over here. But Ryan runs a tight ship. <laughs> yeah. We've had this topic on our vision board for like four months. And I was like, yeah, let's talk about it today. And so this is going to be seven ways to trick your interviewer into loving you. Ooh, <laughs> careful. You might fall in love with me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when you first walk in. <laughs> So obviously there are like interview questions and prep and everything that you have to do for the interviews, right? Like you have to be ready for the generic questions. Tell me about yourself. Why do you, you want this job? Yeah, right. Do you have any questions? Why do you want to work for this company? How did you find this job? Yeah, we're not going to be talking about that today. That's boring. Right, exactly. There are a bunch of things that you can do for that and we will try to make some resources for everybody. We offer interview help in our career crash course if you guys wanna learn more about that. Degreefree.co forward slash career change. You guys can learn all about that. But these seven things, we've personally used all seven of them. Mm -hmm. And they do work. They are very effective. Yeah. And I even use these today with the people that I'm interviewing. Ah, that you know what? That makes sense. Because you are you're interviewing. You're interviewing them, so. Yeah, I'm interviewing people and I still do these things and I mean, I don't know, nobody's said they hated me so far, so they must love me. We got to check those reviews. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once again, everybody, review. If you're lost, listen to the last Do not leave us an honest review. If Tell you listen us to how last week's much you love us. <laughs> episode, you'll know why. We're fragile. Yeah. <laughs> if you can leave us a review wherever you get your podcast, that would be great. No honest reviews, just five stars, please. <laughs> Without further ado, into topic number one. Topic number one, smile, right? So smiling goes a long way, right? Like at the very beginning, when you meet your interviewer, this is going to help you make a really good first impression. When you first see somebody smile, you can't help. But you smile, smile back. back. Yep. Exactly. And then it's mirroring. Right. You mirror them and then all of a sudden you're in a better mood. Right? Like that person themselves is in a better mood because they're smiling and they're receiving that good energy that you that you're getting out. It seems really really simple, but honestly, it's something that I personally did not do before because 
I was worried or I was focused either way, both on what I was trying to prepare for. Right. And like the way that I interview is, or the way that I prepare for an interview and practice, I spend hours, hours and hours and hours and hours. You and I are completely different people. I've seen you practice. I don't know how you go into interviews the way that you do because you do very little bit. I mean, you do prepare. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am doing finger yeah. guns for people that can't see. Yeah, t- different strokes for different folks, right? But like I interv- I practice a lot. And so before they get into the room or whatever is happening, like I'm always like brooding and I'm always like, oh my God, okay, what am I going to say again? What am I going to say? What am I going to say? Okay, tell me about yourself. Okay, here's what I'm going to say. And I'm worried about it. But what's so interesting, if you just smile, it really loosens up the room, it loosens you up as well as it warms the other person up as well. Very much so. It's That always works. And another thing you can use with this is you can use their name. Oh my gosh, use people's names. This is, this is really just a cheat code to life. This is a Dale Carnegie 101. Use people's names. If you haven't read that, Ryan will link it in the show notes, but it is um, how to win friends and influence people. Everybody should read that book, but just remember their freaking name and just use it. And you don't have to use it a lot. Don't use it a creepy amount actually, because I could see this advice backfire. <laughs> Yes, Kate. Yes, Kate. Absolutely, Kate. I would love to do that, Kate. And now Kate is freaked out and she does definitely does not want to hire you. But just use their name, especially when you first get on a call, especially if it's a remote interview. Hi, so-and-so. I am so excited to be here, right? Just use your name. Yeah, definitely. The thing that you can do, and I do this to this day when I'm interviewing people, like I said, I still, I use most of this on a day-to-day basis when I'm doing my interviews, is I will have a notepad down and this is especially applicable in today's virtual interview world right like where as soon as that person say, says their name it's much more relevant when you're actually interviewing for a job because a lot of times you don't know who you're going to be interviewing with like maybe they don't tell you that they're going to be interviewing with michael i always know who i'm going to be having on as a guest so i just but i will write their name at the very top of my paper that i have to write notes on on my notepad and if you are interviewing for jobs and you don't have a notepad, start bringing a notepad. Yeah, you should always have something to take notes on. It makes you. It also makes you look very thorough. You're gonna forget stuff, also. As soon as that person walks into the room or you know into that virtual conference with you, and that person says their name, just write it down at the top of the page. And if you don't want to make it look, I know this is getting granular, but if you don't want to make it look like you're not paying attention to them anymore, then you just right before the interview starts, you pick up your pen and hover it right over the place that you want it to. And then as soon just keep looking in the camera and then write their name down without looking at it. You know, we've all written enough to, to write down a one word, yep. right? Here, nice to meet you, Scott. <laughs> Demarius Texeratrix. <laughs> and so that that is definitely one thing. The other thing that I've used, obviously what you said is really good too, which is, um, that's the common advice, which is like use their name multiple times. But for me, I just really try to listen. Just be in the room. Like be you're already in there physically. You're not doing anything else. Like you might as well be there 
fully 100% mentally too. Something I've started to do actually that's a that's a struggle. I'm very um I'm very absent-minded. I have I have a lot of um or racing thoughts. I think a lot of people do these days, but um something I've been recently practicing too that's really helped with this and being in the moment. Ryan's good at this and I'm not, so I'm trying to get better at it, but just in my head, I will say I'm sitting here at this desk. I'm about to interview for this job with this person. That is what I am doing. I think that to myself, you know, like, uh, and it helps to just pull me into the moment and, you know, just, just two seconds, just take a, take a, take a beat and just go, I'm sitting here doing this thing. So you know where you are, what you're doing and why you're trying to do it. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. The third thing is going to be make them laugh. (laughs) This is tough. Can be, can be. When you're laughing with somebody, you are completely in sync. Like I know that, I mean, personally, I haven't really thought about this too much, but it's true if you think about it, like you and that person are on the same wavelength and you guys are having a shared experience and laughing literally about the same thing. So you both think it's funny. Exactly. Yeah. You have a moment of understanding. And people want to laugh. Yes. Especially when you have a long, boring day of interviews. Exactly. That's literally exactly what I was just about to say. Because like, you never know what this person is experiencing, right? Like, especially like, if you've been to one of those, like, I don't know what else to call it, but like stable interviews where you have like the 1130 spot. Oh, and they're doing them all day. And yeah, you have like the 1130 spot and then you'll go and um, you'll get there at 11 and then there's like a big lobby of people waiting for it, right? Like waiting to get interviewed. And then if you see that, then you know that the people that are interviewing you are interviewing everybody all day. And so that's their whole day. And no one, maybe no one made them laugh all day. And they had a whole day that was just boring and humorless. Yeah, exactly. They want to break up the monotony of just tell me about yourself. Why do you think you'd be a good fit for this role? Yada, yada, yada. Right. They want to break that monotony. But then secondly, like they want to know that they can get along with you because they might work with you. They're going to, if they hire you, they're going to work with you. They want to know that like, okay, I can get along with this person. You know what I mean? Like him, him and I, or her and I were going to get along and laughing, showing them instead of like telling them is a much better way of doing that. Like, it's funny because I remember when I was interviewing for, to be a firefighter, right? And so I was a firefighter in Honolulu, one of the biggest departments, you know, in the nation and there's a lot of people that interview, right? And not only that, it's just because they only open the application once every three years. And so there's like 6,000 people that apply or whatever, and then it gets whittled down. By the time that you get to the interview, after all your tests and everything like that, by the time that you get to the interview, there's like four or 500 people, two to 500 people interviewing for less than 50 spots, right? And so... I went to the interview and I knew that it was a stable interview, right? Like, and I was like, this sucks. For the guys interviewing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it sucked for me and I only had to do one of them, right? Like it sucked for me and I could just imagine being them, 
you know what I mean? Having to sit there all day and just listening to the same, you know, people just droll on and drove on about like, you know, whatever, this is why I can be a firefighter. The, the fact of the matter is, unless you were like a firefighter, you know what I mean? Like nobody has experience. So it's like, I don't know, you're just a big, like, it's just a much of a gamble on you than it was on anybody else. You know what I mean? And so I went through that interview and at the end of it or during it, I was able to make them laugh. I was able to like break that ex exterior. I know it was a panel interview. There's four people, right? But I was able to make one of them laugh. And when I was able to make one of them laugh, they all started laughing. Because right. they're just, they, people want to. Yeah, exactly. They wanted to laugh and because it was a, it was a nice break of the monotony, yeah. right? Which is funny because it was a really stuck up event, I guess. Like I had to wear a suit to the interview. Which is like crazy because it's Hawaii yeah. and you don't wear suits for anything, yeah. not even weddings. Yeah. So why did I wear a suit for that? But everybody wore suits yeah. and everybody's like, it's a stuffy room because like they're serious guys. I mean, for the most part, they're kind of idiots once you get to know them, but you know, they're serious about the job because the job is serious yeah. and they're serious about who they let into the department and things like that. But you know, they wanted to laugh. And anyway, long story short. Once I got into recruit class, I did learn that out of all of those people that I interviewed with, I was one of the top two. Yep. And I'm t telling you, it's because I made them laugh. Yeah, it's because you made them laugh. Exactly. Mm. They were able to remember me. Then they had a good feeling when they thought about you. Exactly. Because they laughed. Yes. That is a good story. Good lesson. On the next, um, the next one would be be excited and show it to them. Same reason, uh, because interviews are boring and especially if there's multiples of them be excited to be there right don't make it a chore that you're <laughs> sitting there and don't make it a chore to talk to you either right like how how is this so not fun to talk to somebody who is not excited to be speaking to you right when someone seems bored speaking to you wow it just sucks all the air out of the room you know um so you really just want to feel enthusiastic and a good way to, to feel enthusiasm if you don't feel it is say i am so excited <laughs> to be here you're welcome. That's it. That's the cheat code. Sounds, it sounds stupid. It works. So just do it. Your next interview. Hi, so-and-so. I am so excited to be here. And then, and then you'll meet it. Yep. Absolutely. This is huge. I use this all the time to this day. Yep. You know, I've always done that in interviews. I've never done that in interviews, but we have a lot of meetings now and we have, all, and I do a lot of interviews as well. And I do this all the time. And the way that you can do this for those people listening, if you're on, like, especially if virtual conferencing, especially virtual conferencing, when you get there, you're going to arrive, you know, five to two, you know, two to five minutes early, especially on a virtual conference. You don't have to arrive that early. But if you're sitting there and you're just facing a black screen, okay, there's two, there's two things that you could do. You can either sit there and smile and just wait till they get there. Or you can kind of mute your mute your mic, black out your camera, and when that person comes on, immediately you just unmute, unblack your mic, and or unblack your camera, and then you just smile and you say, "Oh, hey, so excited, Jen! I'm so excited to be here. Wow, thank you so much for taking the opportunity and uh, you know taking your time out of your day. I'm really stoked at what you guys are doing at Acme Company." And he's like. Oh, right on. Perfect. Awesome. Yeah. Like make them feel like you're happy to see them because you should be too, right? If you're having an interview, be like, be excited to talk to this person. They're, they're there because you want to talk to them. So 
just something to think something to think about you know yeah and it totally totally makes a difference because now instead of starting the conversation you know letting them kind of steer the conversation or like not being you're otherwise you're letting it be predicated by their preceding mood if that makes any sense yeah so if they came off of a call and they were they were um they were late off the call or they're tired or their cat just knocked something over or whatever you know exactly and the same thing goes for in person too right as soon as a person walks into the room stand up and shake their hand and be like oh man i'm so excited to be here yeah thank you so much yeah thank you so much whatever 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 yeah be grateful be excited yeah and then the fifth thing is ask personalized questions Right. So people love to talk about themselves. They do. They love it. And what you're going to do is you're going to find common ground. That's the key to getting somebody to talk about themselves. I usually try to, a challenge I do when I'm interviewing is I try to find out as much information as possible about that person. I will find out what they're watching on Netflix. I will find out what their kids' names are. I will find out what their mom's chihuahua's name is is and when it died i will find out all the things because the goal is for you to actually keep them talking more than you talk absolutely and you must be peeking because that is number six you skipped ahead which is do research about them but that's no no perfect because that's exactly how i was going to say to do it too the other way is if you didn't do research about them i'll just touch on it really quickly is is to just ask questions like right questions are the shovel that you're going to use to dig deeper. Yes. Right. And you just ask questions, ask questions, ask questions, right? Like one of the normal things that you could talk about is just like, do you have any kids or family, right? Right, right at the very beginning, right? while you're still chit-chatting, while you're still doing small talk, which serves the purpose of like finding common ground. Mm-hmm. And then you just ask about them. And then, like I said, that just gives you the power to steer the conversation. If you did research already for them, then you kind of already know that you can steer the conversation. Towards them. Right. And the way that I think about it is kind of just like playing uh, like a card game or something, right? Like you have your hand and you're playing against the other person. You can see what's in your hand. They can't see what's in yours. And you're just putting it down. You're saying these certain things where it might sound novel to them or it might sound coincidental to them but you did your research and so you're like bringing up i don't know snowboarding or something like that they love to snowboard and you're like oh perfect you know oh wow that's crazy yeah or you saw them posting about how they're doing caffeine free february and so you say oh i'm drinking my soda water because i'm doing caffeine free february you know whatever you gotta do exactly um and the last one that ryan says this one is controversial i think it's interesting and that is wear a blue shirt if you can science says a blue shirt makes you seem more trustworthy and that if you wear a blue shirt it will help you get hired i think this is idiotic i I think this is dumb i think it's fun if you want to wear a blue shirt why not yeah, I mean... Brand colors matter, though. Brand colors make people feel certain things. No, no, no. I'm not saying... Ryan doesn't, not saying Ryan doesn't believe in color science, guys. Yeah, He's a yeah, color yeah. science denier. No, okay? what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying this is dumb. I don't know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's literally all I'm saying. Okay, if you wore a blue shirt and you got hired, I would like you to let Ryan know. Let him know that your blue shirt got you hired and just let him know that that's the reason 
doesn't matter if you did other things. If you were wearing a blue shirt when you got hired, we're going to decide right now that that was because of the shirt. Yeah. Let them know. If you're right before your interview and you're wearing a blue shirt, like take a selfie, <laughs> message me on LinkedIn or tell tag wrong. us on TikTok and tell me that I'm wrong. Yeah. Yep. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I hey just man, feel if like, it can help, why wouldn't you do it? I know. I, cause it just says clashes with my skin color. Yeah. He thinks science is idiotic. Doesn't guys, match my eyes. No. <laughs> so wear your blue shirt. Degree yeah. free. Yeah. And so that is how. To make your interviewer fall in love with you. That's it. To trick. This is, this is how to make your, this is how to trick your interviewer into falling in love with. Seven things. Smile. Username. Make them laugh. Be excited and show it. Five, ask personalized questions. Six, do your research about and seven, them. wear a blue shirt. <laughs> That's it. He hates it so much. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for sticking with us, folks. And uh, also, if you want to get hired degree-free, no degree required, head on over to degreefree.co forward slash newsletter and sign up to get a newsletter about getting hired. Yes, and if you guys wanted to work with us, you can go to degreefree.co forward slash career change and learn all about our four-week career change crash course. We are super excited about it and we hope to see you in there. Until next time, guys. Aloha.